Welcome to Girlfriend Let's Talk, the podcast designed for you, a space to have girl chats where we can talk about all things womanhood to Christian life. From what we survive to what we need to succeed, we can share our stories helping each other through all the highs and the lows. We help, we love. Girl, let's talk with your host, Reva Hart. Hello, welcome everyone to Girlfriend Let's Talk, powered by My Story, the magazine. We are so proud to be graced with Tiffany Logan. I just love her. I call her sis. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, sis. (laughs) I just want to tell you that I'm just so happy that you agreed to do this with me. Sometimes writing your story versus telling the story, you know, it can put people, I know for me it would, put me in a vulnerable Mm -hmm. place with our virtual girlfriends across the world a little bit about who you are. So let's just jump in. Who are you? So aside from being a mother, wife, my professional career and entrepreneur, I just like to say that I am just a simple lady. I like a simple life. I love to serve people. I'm the girl that's in the grocery store speaking and smiling to everyone. And my kids, we laugh all the time because they're like, Mom, you know everybody. But I I actually don't. I just love to wave and smile at people. I hope they don't think I'm crazy, but that's just me. (laughs) What she is known for is being a binuclear mom. A Jesus girl. Yeah. kind of girl. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm so excited about this conversation. Just jump in there and can you tell us a little bit about your story and then tell us about how you became a binuclear coach. Yes, absolutely. So I grew up as an only child. I come from a nuclear family, which means that my parents, they were never divorced. They stayed together. But in that, my parents had my both sides of my parents' family, my mom's family, my dad's family. They grew, my parents grew up in a lot of dysfunction. My parents married young and some of that dysfunction poured over. And I think because of that, I grew up with a lot of, I had a lot of hindrances to my mindset. I had a lot of times where I wanted to please them instead of becoming the person that I was. And a lot of their dysfunction, which now, praise God, they've been married for 40 years. Mm-hmm. They are happy and all of that. They love the Lord. and But a lot of their dysfunction caused me to be dysfunctional as well. I carried, I harbored a lot of anger. I married young and in that marriage I had two children, which are now 18 and 16. But in that marriage, I probably, I think I was like 21. I got married and I was just angry all the time. I didn't know how to be a wife. I didn't know how to be a mother, but I think that's because I didn't have the opportunity to heal from things of my past, and I didn't realize or give myself the opportunity to know who I am. So I divorced early. A few years after that, I met my husband. We've been married for 12 years. I am remarried, and we have a child together, Christina, who's seven. Uh, So we have three kids, but in that 
time, my husband and I, we had a lot of opportunity or chances to nurture him becoming a, well, I guess what we call a stepfather or bonus dad or however, you know, people say it now because he didn't have any children coming into our marriage. So my two older children, their father is remarried as well, but their stepmom or bonus mom, she didn't have any children either. But what I found is there was a lot of communication barriers in that. And so I remember one day we were at court and I was so angry because I used to be like, I could go from one to a thousand and I could literally see red. And once I saw red, girlfriend, I'm so sorry, but that was the old me. But once I saw red, that means you better be quiet. <laughs> you know, I would go stone cold off like buck one, two, three, four times. So a lady like, <laughs> but I remember so terrible. Thank God for great mercy you saved And I accepted the picture. <laughs> Thank God for Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I remember one time we were in court and I got so angry in there. And I, uh, the bailiff, the person that was in there, it just so happened that he was friends with my father. <laughs> so he looked at me because I literally got so angry. I was going to rip my necklace off. I had on a necklace and he looked at me and I guess the look on my face let him know that I was just about to blurt out something that probably was going, I was going to be, oh, I was going to have to give him my fingerprint. <laughs> and he looked at me and made this face like, no, do not. And so I realized and I was like, oh gosh. So after that, my children's stepmother actually asked if she could talk to me. Mm. And so we had a, that was the first time that we had ever had a conversation, like a true conversation. And then sometime after that, I had a situation and her situation was similar. And I remember we were meeting to pick up the kids. And when she got out the car, she just said my name, Tiffany. And she told me what happened. And I could feel like her pain because I had been through what it was that she was going through. Mm-hmm. And all I could do was embrace her. And it's making mm-hmm. me curious because I realized that she is a mom. She is a person. She has feelings and she has emotions. And this woman deserves my respect. She goes to the Colorado line just like I do when my kids are visiting. She feels. And so I would do my children a benefit if I would learn to respect her because if I respect her, then they'll respect her too. And that'll make their household peaceful. You know, I had to come to the realization I don't just want my household peaceful, but their household needs to be peaceful too for them and for my kids when my kids go over to visit Mm -hmm. and we both have children now so I want my kids to be able to have a relationship with all of their siblings and also I said to myself if my kids once they get older because I do have an adult son now Mm -hmm. once he gets older I don't want him to say oh gosh I gotta have mama and um, you know them over Mm -hmm. on the 24th of December then I can have dad and them over on the 25th (laughs) you know I want to all the kids. Yeah. We might have grandkids one day, and I don't want to be not able to see my grandkids because I didn't mm-hmm. know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. I think that you are an amazing woman to allow yourself to have felt her like that was powerful, Tiffany. I think we all probably are crying right now listening to yeah. you. So, what happened? How did you guys' relationship look? So, I'll start with our communication looks like now. So, like if we're at a ball game. 
exchange. Like she'll come and sit with me. We can talk mm-hmm. the whole time. Our kids that we don't have in common, those kids are able to play together. If something happens while they're at her home, she has on one or two occasions had to come. She'll say, Tiffany, that's something that I need to tell you. Or can I talk to you for a minute? And so it's more like that type of relationship, which is valuable. And if you got the, I'm not saying this as an attorney or, and I don't give legal advice. Right. <laughs> this is yep. a personal opinion. <laughs> right. I had to put that out there. <laughs> but I realized too, like you could keep going back and forth with battling. You could be in court all day long. But at the end of the day, I've started to realize I don't want nobody all in my finances in my home. If the person takes care of that financial obligations as far as the court, it's not my business when her household is upgraded. It's not my business when her husband gets a raise. Mm-hmm. It's none of that as long as they are fulfilling the obligations that the court yeah. has put in order. And so I wanted to give her that respect because I wouldn't want nobody all up in my household business like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think now see, we don't have to communicate as much. I trust that when my kids communicate with her, that's needed or necessary. They don't have to go through me to communicate with her. I think because we were able to build that early, I trust that. I trust my kids when they go to her. Now, like, my kids will come home. Now, she makes something that she makes. I don't even know the name of the things, but see, my kids will come home from her house if it's something that they like. They have told me, Mom, she makes this. Can you make this? And I have made that before, and it's just wonderful. But if it hadn't been back in the day, I would have been like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Communication is so necessary in the family. Yeah. And I think that I'm positive. I'm almost, I'm 99.9. You know, like on the last bottle, they leave that little bit of percent, percentage just in case it don't work. But I'm 99.9% sure that in families that have difficulties communicating, because women are nurturous, because we are the peaceful one, because we are mm-hmm. meek and all of that, that if we two can come together, man, it can make a world of difference and blend in the families and you guys learning how to communicate with one another helped the children but it helped mm-hmm. the man that was in the middle I oh, you, yeah. it relieved a tremendous amount of stress off of him to where he just now focused on being a father to the children so are you a coach do you have a program do you offer coaching one on one tell us a little bit about your business so I am a relationship coach and I do hashtag by nuclear mom I've been doing some group coaching and so I actually had one this week I think mm-hmm. it was Tuesday I'm going to offer more programs in the future so I'm finding that no one is really talking about this mm-hmm. and even like when I research and see where people were talking about it they're not talking about it anymore or either mm-hmm. it's a thing where it's all step moms or bonus moms and they more like a misery loves company group right instead of being a okay this is what it is what what are the action steps that we can take to make it so that you can have a peaceful life I also have a blog which is by Nuclear Mom with Tiffany so I'm building that and I'm going to be offering some additional courses and information within the near future within the the next month or two awesome okay (laughs) so with three children you're building a business right Mm -hmm. building a business and working outside the home yes how do you balance all that do you deal with 
with mommy guilt? I do deal, deal with mommy guilt. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I actually just made an adjustment because I had been trying to come home and then like while I'm cooking, you know, to work on my material and everything. But I'm finding that my youngest daughter, she's in violin. She loves it. My middle daughter, she doesn't do as much outside of getting her homework done. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And But my son, he does football, mm-hmm. which is a whole job by itself. Yes. <laughs> For me, yes, you know. <laughs> he's in his senior year of high school. He's going to do track. I told my husband, I talked to him, and I said, okay, I need to do my wifely duties, my mommy duties during the week. <laughs> but like on the weekend, I need this time to build. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. my new schedule now because I feel I get wife guilt, I get mommy guilt, I get all kinds of of guilt. But helping women, it calms me. It gives me so much peace. Like, I love, like, that's my lane. So I need that to refuel my energy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So for those that most know my story and for those that don't know my story, definitely relate with you. A mom of five and been married 27 years. My husband and I, we grew up in the same neighborhood community and our older brothers were best friends and I couldn't stand him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Plus we were young so we, we yes. grew up through many stages and we had five children, three girls and two boys so I completely understand with yes. the whole wifey guilt, friend guilt, co-worker guilt. I agree with you that a schedule helps balance it all out and being flexible. So, you know, we're always feeling like we're being pushed to the limit. Who or what pushes you? So, actually, what pushes me is my faith. Being that I am a woman of faith, I've learned that I can't separate it from my business. I can't separate it from being a wife. I can't separate it from being a mother. But it's the center of everything that I am. So, my faith pushes me. Mm-hmm. So, when I feel, like, discouraged or like, like I just want to bark, I've actually learned how to acknowledge that I'm feeling that. So something that I teach in um, communicating is learning what triggers you. Mm-hmm. So if you know what triggers you, then that can kind of help balance you and keep you on task. You say, okay, I know that going through the car ride line at 3 o'clock, if I got to get off of work at 2.40, going through the car ride line at 3 o'clock, it triggers me because I don't have that time in between. Well, take that extra 10 minutes that you have and maybe pray or meditate or put on some music or whatever it is that you have to do since you already know that that's something that triggers you. Most of the time throughout the day now, I know what's going to trigger me. Now, sometimes things catch me off guard. Again, we're not perfect, but that's the main thing that I found in this stage of life is knowing those things and knowing what I need to do to overcome them. That's good. That's real good. Actually, I just wrote that note down because... Oh, yes. Yes. Sometimes we look at triggers only in situations as far as overcoming something, but never look at we do have daily triggers so oh yeah I like that example if I could have changed any event in my life this may sound crazy but the only thing I would change it don't have anything to do with being a mom it don't even have anything to do with the subject you probably no that's why we have a girl my girlfriend is crazy (laughs) let me tell you I would have got the tummy truck the first time (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just kidding but I actually cannot think of one thing like I don't 
like every decision that I made. Right. But I cannot, I don't live in regret. I was trying to think there is absolutely nothing that I would have changed because I honestly believe that everything that was bad has worked and is working in my good, for my good, and I just don't think I would have changed anything. I love that. I'm so sorry. I don't be sorry. No, I think that that's amazing that you said that because that's really about helping change perspective on any and everything that happens in our life. Thank you. We need to hear that. Even though I feel the way that you do tomorrow, I might not feel that way. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And listen to this podcast and be like, no, Tiffany said. (laughs) Appreciate that. So do you have any advice that you would have told your 18-year-old self? Well, yes, I do have some advice that I would have told my 18-year-old self. But not that I would have changed it because I think it helped shape my perspective now. But I really would have told myself two things. I would have told myself to listen, but not just listen to anyone. The second thing is to find some ladies who are going where I want to go and connect with them instead of just taking advice from any random people. Like, don't allow people to persuade me to take the advice to please them, but just to take the advice to become who it is that I know or that I'm seeking to become. That's good. Take the advice you're seeking to become. That's a gold gem right there, Tiffany. I'm just enjoying talking to you. We might have to have a part two. Will you yes, be willing to come back and do a part two? <laughs> yes, I enjoy talking to you, my girlfriend. <laughs> I think we are going to have to schedule a part two and okay. really dive into communication so I would like for bonus moms, steps moms, mothers to know is that you have to accept yourself. So a lot of times I'm finding that moms or bonus moms or stepmothers, they don't feel accepted or feel as if they are enough. But you are enough. You were enough before you even became a stepmother. And obviously you're not doing this because you just want to do it for no reason. Obviously you love the father. So just rest in knowing that you are already accepted. Rest in knowing that you have the ability to endure. Your household is going to be peaceful and it's going to be everything that you can dream that you want your household to be. But you have to stay in the race. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for sharing your You're time. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Your expertise. Yes. We look forward to doing a part two with you. Thank you for listening in. Really hope you enjoyed this episode of Girlfriend Let's Talk, powered by My Story the Magazine. Stay connected with us directly through our website, www.mystorythemagazine.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram and Facebook at, at My Story the Magazine. If you would like to share your story or like to speak with us, please send us an email through hello at mystorythemagazine.com. And as always, thank you for having Girl Chat with us. Until next time, girl, go be great.